Justin. I'm Maurice, and you're listening to Category Is. What's up, Maurice? How you doing? Good. How about you? I'm great. I'm wonderful. <laughs> enjoying, enjoying our COVID summer 2020. You are, look really greasy. Oh, that's my shea butter. I make it natural for myself and my home. It has a whole bunch of oils. It keeps the skin luscious and moist, and it's also a natural SPF. You get you some. I'm not, I'm not a seller. I'll, send, I'll, I'll, I'll send you some, though. I'll send you some. Uh, no, thanks. Shea butter smells I'm moisturized. Well, not mine. Because, I mean, I'm not. I'm, I, I'm not. It's just luminescence. You know, it's, it's, I shine from within. <laughs> <Glow>. <laughs> <laughs> but no, mine, I put, like, I put like coconut oil and jojoba oil. Uh, sweet almond oil and avocado oil and a few other carrier oils. So and some, you know, essential oils to kind of zhuzh it up. Got a whole little concoction. Eh. You know, you got to preserve what you got when you're 30 plus. Preserve your sexy, like P. Diddy says. <laughs> well, he needs, he needs to keep working on that. Well, <laughs> he tries. So how was your week since we last recorded? My week was good. I'm uh, just busy with work and the like. And then my youngest sister had her birthday party. So she turned 24. So I cooked for that, did all the food shopping and like a big like Mexican soft fiesta on the 4th. So it was nice to celebrate her birthday. Mm-hmm. And what? We don't celebrate the 4th this year. We didn't celebrate the 4th. We celebrated her birthday on the 4th. Her birthday is the 5th. There was no red, white, and blue. No patriotic. There was no stars and stripes. Okay. Yeah, no. Okay. It was very Mexican, very authentic. I've made some chimichurri and some flank steak, and we had elote and all that. It was very authentic Mexican. In New yep, Jersey. Yep. In New Jersey. <laughs> what? Well, you know, parts of Jersey are very Mexican now. Don't come for it. Oh, that's true. That's true. But, um, <laughs> no, it was nice. It was a fun pool party. Um, you know, hung out with the boyfriend and, um, you know, just had a nice weekend together. Loved it. Okay. How was your weekend? It was chill. Um, since I was boycotting the 4th of July, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. kind of just spent, spent the, the weekend and, um, my boyfriend was on call, so he was gone on, um, Saturday and Sunday. So had a lot of TV time. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I finished, um, the Man in the High Castle, which is like that alternate history uh, TV show. Right. Um, so I finished that. It was the series finale. Season four was the last season. Um, mm-hmm. Then I watched I watched season two of Succession, which okay. is this hilarious show on HBO. Like it is, the comedy is like very subtle, and it's like. Uh, it's just, is it about it's like, just funny. like a rich family and business or yeah. something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. was talking about that. Okay. Yeah, it has um, Macaulay Culkin's little brother in it, and it's it's really good. Like, if you haven't seen it, check it out on HBO. And then I found um, this new show. Um, it's called I May Destroy You. <gasps> with Michaela Cole? By, with Michaela Cole from um, yes! Chewing Gum. Yeah. Yes! So, okay, so I watched the first three episodes. Okay, I watched the first eight. Um, okay, but so it's um, called "I May Destroy You." It's a new like dramedy, um, and Michaela Cole did chewing gum, which won like 
a lot of yeah so she did chewing gum it won a lot of um like BAFTA awards but this one is like a dark insecure like mm -hmm. it's so it's set in like east london um and so she has like a drug facilitated sexual assault in like the right. first episode and then so then she's trying to figure out like what happened what does she remember um her drink was spiked at the club her friends left her and then that's kind of when everything happened and she kind of not regained consciousness but regained awareness when she was like sitting down typing at her computer at her at her office the next day um but did you know that this was actually based on her real life trauma that happened to her i didn't know when i first started watching and then mm -hmm. like i was like between like the second and third episode, I went and read some articles and found out about it. And yeah, I think that it's yeah. brilliant. Um, when I first saw Chewing Gum, it was uh -huh. my, like one of my favorite kind of comedies because it's like slapstick, yeah. stupid comedy. Stupid, yeah. Um, and I think it's it's very rare that you get to see black women, especially just portrayed as super silly and ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she's very much that in that show. But this kind of gets very dark and it talks yeah. about issues of, you know, sexual assault, consent. Um, and it's just the 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 content is really mm -hmm. heavy. Yeah. To, to to base a comedy in, but she does it brilliantly. Yeah. It's way more my speed than insecure. I think it's much smarter, yeah. more clever, yeah. less obvious. Mm -hmm. Um, it's the thinking man's insecure. <laughs> yeah. And so remember, so she started with um, she did the chewing gum, and then they kind of took a break from that. You remember right. she like cut off she cut off all her hair. And then she was like laying in the water with that that black two piece on, and mm -hmm. everybody was like, "Bitch, what the fuck you doing over there? You need she to get doing, back." She was doing yoga. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, "What are you doing? You need to get back to writing chewing gum." But then, like in the interim, you know, like that happened to her, and then you know she, um, kind of had this awakening, and like this is what prompted right. that um that piece of work, and it is good, like really, really good. Like, cause it's, it's a heavy topic. Yeah. Right. It's like, a, it's like a heavy topic, but then like the way she does it, it's just amazing. It's she, funny though. It's yeah. It's like, it has a level of comedy to it. And so it's like. It's definitely dark comedy though. Yeah. Yeah. But she looked it good when she like cut off all her hair. Yeah. She looks like this chocolatey, like praying mantis. Cause she has these super like pronounced cheekbones those big eyes those lips mm. mama looks good so she was doing the damn thing over there yeah she, she's otherworldly the one yeah. thing is that you know you as the anglophile might be more adept at the various british accents mm -hmm. but sometimes i have to find myself listening very intently because it's yeah sometimes hard for me to figure <laughs> out what the hell they're saying i'm like oh yeah. fuck, this accent is thick they make yeah. you work for every single word yeah, because like the East, the East London accent is like, <laughs> it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. It's it's yeah. gutter. <laughs> yeah, oh, it awesome! Is. I didn't know you were watching that. I'm gonna have to catch mm -hmm. up. We're gonna have to have further discussion. Yeah, it's only it's twelve episodes. So when I finished the um the eighth episode, I thought it was the last one, but mm. I was like, damn! Like this ended like in a point where you, you kind of like can see where you know. It was like a good ending, but then I was like, oh, wait, there's four more episodes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, stay tuned because it is good. Okay. Really, really nice. good.
Awesome. Yeah. So let's get to the next segment of the show. It's time for what you're drinking. What you're drinking on this week, Maurice? So tonight I just have a Paloma, which is tequila and um, grapefruit juice. And I put a little mm-hmm. sparkling in there just to cut it a little bit. But Oh, nice. Yeah. What I'm about awesome. you? I'm having, I'm having, I'm calling it tequila punch instead of rum punch. Because mm-hmm. we all know I can't drink rum. But this is just uh, coconut. <laughs> this is 1800 coconut flavored tequila. Ooh, and no I have like this, I like this island punch. And I threw some um, fruit salad that I made with like, um, pineapples, mangoes, strawberries, and kiwi inside, and just kind of let it sit and do its thing. It's very, it's very tropical. I feel like I'm on an island somewhere in Barbados. You about to Wait, be in the Barbados hospital? Island. It is. Why? Aren't you allergic to strawberries? I am a little bit. Let's see, but it's just mm. a, it's a minor irritation. Yeah. Get that EpiPen. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick. <laughs> But I needed it for the color, the color, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. It's pretty. Okay, girl. <laughs> oh, best. Let's get into our categories for the week. It's time for right. category is. First category is. Dun, dun, dun. Kanye West 2020. Oh, God. Your now, favorite person. Um, your favorite person, or the favorite person of your favorite person. How about that? Oh, okay, I'll take that. So Kanye West, over the past few days, announced that he is running for president in 2020. Mm. <sighs> um. So I'm gonna preface my I mean, comments. Since yeah, like, uh, <laughs> I'm going to preface my comments with mental illness is real. So Mm-mm-mm. I, you know, ever since his mom passed away, Kanye has not been the same. Like, he just, like, if you can pinpoint a moment when it all started going left, that is the moment that I pinpoint. And... I just, uh, I don't know. Like, I don't think he's, I don't think he's serious. I think he's just having right. a moment. So, I don't know. What about you? To me, um, you know, mental illness is real. And not that mental illness is laughable or, um, something that we should make fun of because it is very serious. And mm-hmm. I think that especially the black community should take it much more serious. Right. I'm definitely. also not going to sit here and armchair diagnose Kanye. However, it is known that something ain't right with that man, as to your point. Um, but all you can kind of just do is laugh at it. Like this weekend, me and my boyfriend were walking through Center City and a homeless, likely mentally ill person said, you ain't faggots, you're just the devil. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> But all we could do is laugh. So when Connie says that he's I would have ran. Them homeless people be We just laughed, you know? Like she wasn't being like physically aggressive or anything. All we could do was laugh. But um I think with Kanye, all we can do is laugh. I just laugh at him. What but 
the thing is like when you laugh at him, like I saw like a clip of something on Instagram where he's like, when I run for president in 2024, because that was his mm-hmm. original plan. Right. He was just like, and the crowd responded with laughter. He's like, what? I'm serious. Mm-hmm. He's, he's clearly delusional. My thing is, is, sir, first of all, you're hella late. You missed, the, you missed the filing deadline for the Federal Elections Committee. Well, like, not the, all um, of them. If he runs as an independent, he has like a later deadline, but he got to get all those signatures. And girl, that ain't going to happen in like girl, three weeks. Thought, <laughs> during the Rona, like the DNC yeah. is set to happen. I mean, like New Jersey's primaries in like four other states is tomorrow. I think there's only like, two other primaries after that. Like, mm-hmm. what's your campaign? What's your platform? But I also have this, I hate this whole idea of celebrities thinking that they can be president, thinking that they have what? the range to run the country when they barely have the range to run a church or sell an album. So it's just, Kanye, sit down, sit down. Like, what, you know, I, I, I gave Kim shit for wanting to be a lawyer, but this is like mm-hmm. 10 times worse than that. Well, true. I think with him, it's hard because I don't want to laugh at him because I do think that mental illness is very serious and not, laughable and Mm -hmm. this election itself is very serious and not laughable because you know he's a known trump supporter he goes hard for his red hat but it's like at this point and the way that the um election is kind of election cycle is kind of going i feel like that orange person turkey net mitch mcconnell and all them other Republicans are going to do whatever they have to do to take as many votes as they can away from Joe Biden. And so this could be just right. another, they could have gotten in his ear. They could have known, you know, that his meds weren't working or not the right dosage and been like, hey, Kanye, how about you run for president? And then, mm-hmm. you know, maybe that could have been the catalyst for all this. Do we refer to Kanye as the C word? Because some people have been calling him that. What's the C word? If I was a boom. <laughs> I'm not doing that. And we uh-uh, we cannot be doing that. I'm, I'm not going to. I'm just saying. But people are attributing, like, he's like, that's what he is, you know? But it's just, I, I couldn't help but feel like to post it on July 4th. He's a troll. Mm-hmm. He's just looking for attention. He's a narcissist. To do it on, like, right. Independence Day, and just say, you know, we must realize the promise of America by trusting God, unifying our vision, and building our future. I'm running for president. It's like, girl, 2020 vision is your slogan. (laughs) That's just like, how unoriginal. Yeah. And we're halfway through 2020, and that vision has not been great thus far. It's garbage. It's trash. But I think a lot of people are probably going to blame Kim and Chris and probably to say that they had something to do with this and it's like mm, yeah no um kanye's his own person I, I get that but you know who's also their own person britney spears but they seem to keep her under control her conservativeship like she'd be going off on her little instagram doing her dances off beat and stuff but she this just kind of reined in um no <laughs> because <laughs> did you see- <laughs> Did you see her pride video? Yeah. <laughs> what did she say? What did she say? She's like all the gay. She made it seem like all the gays live together in one place. Yeah. I, she, like, I forgot what she said. Yeah, I forgot what she said. But Mama <laughs> looked a mess. I was like, girl, go back. <laughs> go back to the root cellar where they keep you at. 
<laughs> Her man's fine, though. He is fine, but... Mm-mm. But I just don't want it to be, <laughs> like... I just don't want this Kanye thing. Like, I think it'll blow over in a couple weeks. I don't mm-hmm. think anyone's going to actually vote for him. But I just think that, you know, the people around him and in his circle, it, yes, it does include Kim, Chris uh, Jenner, and uh, does Kanye have any Black friends at this point? I don't know. I don't know. He's, like, on the outs with everybody. Jay-Z, I mean, no, John he's Legend. Cool with uh, let's see. <laughs> no, him and Candace Owens are friends. You said there's heavy black friends. Last I checked, Candace Owens is still very much black. Her car got revoked a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> but I know, like, J. Cole. J. Cole don't vote, so it don't matter with him. But, like, John Legend, get your girl. Like, come be like Kanye. <laughs> Let me hold your phone, honey. <laughs> because you cannot be tweeting like that. And right. it sucks. Like, we're in a time now where we just can't afford any distraction. Mm-hmm. So. And, you know, they're, they're already limiting polling places due to corona and mm-hmm. strategically redlining to provide, mm-hmm. like, up to sometimes 95 less percent polling places in all these American yeah. black communities. Exactly. We're going to be relying upon mail-in ballots, which mm-hmm. I filled out my mail-in ballot today in New Jersey. And I just think I don't trust it. I don't I'm trust still it. Nervous. I just don't yeah. trust it. Like, yeah. I want, I'm like, I want there to be a, like a code assigned to me so that I can go check and make sure that my ballot was received. And no, there is. It's at the bottom. Oh, I guess I just didn't write that down. Uh, but <laughs> gotta follow directions. Yeah. But again, it's just even for someone who's pretty educated, it was a little bit like not the most intuitive or easy thing to do. It's a little bit complicated. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. I'm just nervous. I think it's going to be fucked up. Yeah. But, but you know. Yeah. You're right. So, okay. So then my next question for you, because I know you have a certain feeling about this family. Like, do you think that they are responsible in any kind of way for corralling or kind of controlling what Kanye puts out? Because Kim was like, she didn't give like a, she just posted the American flag on his re, on his um tweet. She like retweeted it with an American flag. Yeah, with it, American it was flag. it was not an enthusiastic endorsement. Mm-hmm. I think that Kim realizes and recognizes that her man is not all the way there, but she can't like control him per se. So she just tries to pacify him. And she's like, you know, let him do this. It ain't, it ain't shit. She knows she don't for Biden. And it is what it is, you know? But to me, it's just like, um, and I think that's why a lot of Black people really distrust of him marrying into that family. But I mean, it could have happened with any family regardless of color. I just think that they are not as invested in his mental health and well-being as they can be. But again, I don't know what, what all that they deal with. Right. They probably deal with a lot on the inside too. And it's just like, let's just keep him that day, letting him do his thing, so long as he's not going too far crazy. Mm-hmm. You know? Because yeah. I feel like Kim's had to come to his rescue on more than one occasion in the public eye. Yeah. So they just... Yeah. I, okay. I don't know. I mean, I just, I don't, they're not, I don't think they're responsible, but I think that they should, instead of being like a media machine and be responsible for promoting him or getting his stuff up there, I think they should be responsible for getting him real, legitimate care. <laughs> yeah. That's all. Yeah. Like, I just, but and I can't, you, huh? But you also can't help somebody who don't want to be helped. 
All right. I can't see Kim as a first lady. But why not? We got Milan. Well, What's the difference? I think I'm just tired of seeing first lady titties. Like, I can't. <laughs> I don't want to look at, like, I can't picture <laughs> Michelle Obama and say, like, I know what you what you look like naked. Like I, I know your areolas, honey. Yeah, <laughs> like they brown. Your your nipples look like this. Like I, I just yeah no. Like that's not something I need to, not just imagine, but actually can pull out a magazine, or a sex video and be like, looking at that. Like I think, yeah, I don't need that. Stuff you. Well, you see, we see Paris Hilton also announced that she's running for president. <laughs> and, so, and some other guy today some other guy he's like a child actor i think his name is brock pierce or something like that but he has like mm-hmm. some ties to epstein and i'm like girl mm-hmm. <laughs> well mm. anyway <laughs> well, moving on from dysfunctional on. politics to dysfunctional relationships <laughs> dysfunctional polygamy um jada and will had quite a week so it was crazy so there was like i guess a revelation that came out by some singer who i've never heard of then i'm gonna listen to some of his songs and i'm like how come spotify never recommended them to me because i like his are they good oh wrong yeah it's kind of you know it's up my alley it's like that vibe i don't know these children like the my first time seeing him was on that um, interview with Angela Rye or Angela Yee. Okay. Two different Angelas. Uh, well, <laughs> they the same to me. <laughs> <laughs> but he had that twist out. I was like, girl, could got the mm. roots done or something. Right. But, I don't know. So basically, Ange- Angela, <laughs> August Alcina said, or admitted in the interview at the Breakfast Club that he was in a relationship with none other than Jada Pinkett Smith, and that he had the blessing, quote unquote, of Will Smith to engage in that relationship. Mm-hmm. Then the internet, the internet went and dug up all types of receipts yes. that were that were you know somewhat, you know, not proof of purchase, but like, girl, you was in the store, you might have bought, might have. It, it was pretty definitive. Yeah. Yeah. But basically, you know, she said, you know, there was something where she was at the red table talk and she was like, you know, when I married Will, I said divorce is not an option. We, you know, we will never get divorced. I might be in this house, on this end of the house with my man, you might be on that end of the house with your person, but we won't be person. married. That's how we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know, for me personally, I was talking to a couple of my girlfriends about it and they were like, oh my God, are they open? But for as long as I could remember, it, I thought it was an open secret. It, everybody yeah, knows. Everybody knows. Jada are swingers. Like, it is a known fact that a it's woman do carry a bag at dinner time. It is known. Yeah. It is known. Yeah. I, and I guess it works for them. And I've also heard that, like, they do separate, they do together. And I heard that, like, Will, like, will get in bed with, like, another man and Jada. I mean, I'm just saying, can I submit an application? <laughs> I'm just saying. For who? For Will or for Jada? Or both? Who do you think? <laughs> both. You, why not have both? You know? <laughs> I'm just saying. I just yeah, want to tell I a story. Get. 
you know? Well, so then Jada's now, and Will are now trying to deny it. But then, like, there was another interview where I saw where Jada said that she met August at uh-huh. Coachella, where he Ruth flew in from London to see Jaden mm-hmm. and Willow perform. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, oh, he was having problems with like um, Percocet addiction. And she mm-hmm. brought him into her home and she helped counsel him and helped keep him clean. I was like, girl, you did a whole lot more than help. You know, the, the, we the, don't, the, therapy, the therapy he sought was between your legs. We don't know. Allegedly. Her, her therapeutic methods. I mean, <laughs> what kind of steps he was on. But I think... <laughs> So in this in this interview, he talks about you know the words he used made me mm-hmm. believe him, and I'm just gonna read some things that he said real quick. Please read. He that. said read the words. <laughs> he said, "I totally gave myself to that relationship for years of my life, and I truly and really, really deeply love and have a ton of love for her." I devoted myself to it. I gave my full self to it, so much so to the point that I can die right now and be okay with knowing that I truly gave myself to somebody. That is not something that you just make up. Those, those words, like he felt that and he said mm-hmm. that. And yeah. if it was just like, even if it was just a, like we fucked in the broom closet, he would have been like, yeah, smash. And like, that was it. But to right. say I can, to say I can die right now and know that I truly gave like, myself. He's like, like, I actually like love someone for real. Yeah. And I'm good now. Yeah. But like, why is she fucking, her, or why is she having relationships with her, with her son's friends? Listen, I've seen lots of the Pornhub. And that scenario happens all the time on the Pornhub. Oh, it is. It is fun. But still. But I mean, I think, but then also it's like, well, why bring this up now? Like, why is it important now? Like, right, right. They met in what, 2017, 2018, something like that. Um, but, it must have fallen apart recently. Right. And I think he's, he's a little bit bitter. Mm-hmm. Because maybe, maybe he being younger, too, he really thought that mm-hmm. Jada was going to leave Will. Not understanding, mm-hmm. like, what she meant was what she meant. Like, she could yeah. literally just be with Will. Because they're just good Judies. They're companions. They're friends. Mm-hmm. They know each other. They can handle each other. They'll break each other's hair, paint each other's nails. But then they can retire to the separate wings of their house and be with their respective mm-hmm. menses. And that's fine by them. Yeah, because um, at the beginning, August said that um, he sat down with Will and it was like they talked about the transition of their marriage from a relationship to a partnership. And, you know, I think, like you said, it's been an open secret for a while that they kind of do their separate things on the side or together or whatever. And it's just like, you know, maybe that is the case. But I think. Well, also to a certain degree, I think that each of them has relevance in some way, shape, or form. I mean, uh-huh. Red Table Talk has gotten a lot of press. I mean, it's a it's a video podcast that's gotten some fame. But mm-hmm. the basis of both of their success is, is their relationship. You know, let's keep it straight. 
or not, but uh, Will Will has not sold had a blockbuster Fourth of July movie in how many years? Like his past couple blockbusters have failed. Like that one where he was like hunting himself, or like his like his twin was like the bad guy. Like Will has oh, not Jim and I. Big, yeah. He's not done a big movie in a couple of years. He's like he was once proven as like the summer blockbuster dude. He's mm-hmm. becoming a flop. You know, Jada hasn't had anything since what? Different yeah. world. Nine one one emergency. <laughs> Reconnect um, the community. When they robbed a bank. Oh, why am I forgetting Set it off. Set, Set it, it off. off. You know, yeah. so it's just like, girl. You know, she the most success she's had has been Red Table Talk. But the basis of that is like in her knowing about relationships and how to you know, people mm-hmm. put them on this pedestal as having the perfect relationship, which I don't realize is that they creep and they got somebody on the side. Well, not creeping, but they got somebody on the side. Right. So the thing, I don't think it's that they have the perfect relationship because no relationship is perfect. I think it's just that their relationship has lasted so long that people think people that say their goals. Yeah, right. And people say that there is some level of something they got going on. They're doing, the, they doing something right because they've lasted this long. And, you know, maybe it is that they have transitioned into just a partnership or maybe it is that, that they i don't know i don't i don't think it's it's just that you know they're so perfectly matched and they don't have any arguments or anything i think it's that they know what it is and maybe it is fine for them to transition to something a little different Jordan just must have some ill now now because the way to talk to write about her i'm just saying like it's just these men are just yeah, you're falling in love. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's something. It's something. It's something. But well, blessings to you. But make it work, girl. <laughs> I, I wonder who she with now. But I'm 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 less interested in her, more interested in Will for obvious reasons. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the people say that Will got somebody in the UK that he pops it off with um, all surprised. the time. Um, but Jada said that she's gonna sit down with herself and bring herself to the red table and talk about what she got going on. Uh, well, I hope she's as forthright I, as Jordan Woods was. <laughs> she won't be because <laughs> because Jada and Will. I don't. I don't. I don't think she will be just because she has too much to lose. And I think this August person, he lost it all because the power and the clout and the leverage that Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith have in the industry. Right, music and film, intelligence. And film. August, ain't nobody gonna be talking about you or this album that you dropped last week. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, it seems quite opportunistic. Yeah, I, mean, I know that. Yeah, so it's like mm, I don't know, girl. But if I've always just, loved the name August, though. Such a nice name, like August Wilson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> anyway, that's all I got for that. Well, from. I can't even give you a, a transition. I'm sorry. Tequila has yeah. said. Uh, sports. Category is sports. <laughs> so, so did you hear that the NFL said that they're going to start their games playing the Black National Anthem? 
I heard that. And hey, your thoughts based on that eye roll. <laughs> <laughs> that is right up there with the Black Bachelor. Like, who asked for that? <laughs> like, nobody. Nobody. And nobody. Until y'all bring um, Cat back, ain't nobody going to care what the NFL is doing. So I think it was, oh, we got to do something. We got to say something about, you know, the Black Lives Matter and, you know, all of the shit that they went through with um, Colin Kaepernick. And somebody felt like this is what the response should be to... Y'all going to play Lift Every Voice. Lift Every Voice and sing. I hope it's the Beyonce version from the Homecoming (laughs) album. (laughs) Um, (laughs) <laughs> or the homecoming performance, rather. But, you know, it's just like, yeah, just a smooth three years ago, y'all was mad because people taking a knee. Now y'all going to play mm-hmm. the, uh, na- the the Black National Anthem. And I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not too familiar with the sports, so I can't speak intelligently on the topic. But, like, watch there be, like, some Trump supporter white guy who probably just That's plays the bench who's going to want to, like, do something disruptive or disrespectful during the Black National Anthem. I think what people don't realize is, like, to me, like, and again, all these taking down of statues, you know, mm-hmm. calling things Black Matter, Black Lives Matter Boulevard, painting Black Lives Matter on the street, and renaming high schools, and all these symbolic yet empty efforts don't mean nothing. Like at the end of the day, playing the Black National Anthem is not going to change the condition of Black people in America. It's not going to stop police brutality. It's not going to get us equal pay for equal work. It's not mm-hmm. going to get us, you know, better treatment with regard to health disparities. It's not going to get us better housing or opportunities. And it's not going to stop racism or discrimination. So, you know, nice gesture, but you can really wipe your ass with it. Because <laughs> it don't matter mm-hmm. to me none, to be quite yeah. frank. But to some people it but, does. And it feels like low-hanging fruit and it feels like people mm-hmm. are dissatisfied with that. And they don't really want the meaningful change that actually takes time to legislate. And I also feel like a lot of these corporations are just like doing it for marketing because if they don't do something, mm-hmm. then it looks a certain kind of a way. Oh, for sure. It's the people who put the Black Lives Matter sign in the front window of their shop because they don't want it to get looted. It right. means nothing to them, but they feel like they have to do something in order to protect whatever they got. So what's going to happen is y'all going to play the Black National Anthem at the beginning of the football game. So what, you want all the Black players to come out and join in the chorus and then you right. play the national anthem right after that and then what what y'all want them to do so now you're going to put them right. on display you calling them out of the locker room off of their knees off the bench we playing y'all at y'all anthem okay stand up okay now we're going to play this anthem what and so it's only going to cause more problems i think right and to me and to me it seems separatist in a way and mm-hmm. not i don't think i'm like a trump supporter or anything but it seems like you know at the end of the day like i know we want to celebrate the fourth of july but i am american and i do have a right to this country my ancestors built this shit and you know but to me the the the, the um i was gonna say the negro national anthem isn't that what it's called well that's what it was once called but the black national anthem to me is not something that is to be played at the nfl to me that's something to be played at exclusively black events our shit because it's not Mm -hmm. their shit it's Mm -hmm. ours you know what i'm saying so i'm very Mm -hmm. protective of it like you know like you know my grandfather was a prince hall mason like i always heard the black national anthem at exclusively black events i don't want it played at the nfl personally because Mm -hmm. it's not yours see i get both 
again, both. Both. <laughs> That's how I kind of look at it. <laughs> All I want to know is who is performing at the halftime of the Super Bowl? Y'all even having the Super Bowl? Right. I, I think I would like to see Rihanna do it. She ain't gonna do I it. Think it's time. She ain't gonna do uh-uh. it. She's, she's, mm-hmm. she, she, she didn't put up the album she promised us <laughs> in 2020. We we still waiting. Well, you won't keep waiting because yeah. Mama building her empire over there. I guess she trying to sell panty. <laughs> yeah, and shit. What's up with this NBA playing at Disney? Yeah, so they said they're gonna have like a a um, contracted season, um, shrunken down season, and it's basically gonna be mm-hmm. the playoffs. Um, everybody ain't playing. I don't know too much about <laughs> what's going on in the sports world. But they say they starting back up. Sports games. Nah. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. You know, good luck with that, Mr. Sports. <laughs> I ain't mm-hmm. going. Like, is the all these players are testing positive for the COVID, and you just saw Atlanta Mayor Keisha Bottoms tested positive for the COVID. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> one today. I just saw the in there to, to record. Yeah, she was like, oh, she was like, oh, I spent the weekend with my, you know, my mother-in-law who's in her 80s and my, and my mom and my, my children and my cousins. And we know they're celebrating for the weekend. Mm-hmm. She's, she was at the, um, Mr. Brooks's funeral a couple of weeks, like a week ago. She's like, she gets tested every other day. Mm-hmm. But the lab, her, her test today came back positive. But she's like, I've been wearing a mask. I've been social distancing. So to me, it also kind of sends, we're off on a tangent, but it kind of sends like this, you know, clearly you haven't been. Otherwise, you wouldn't have got it. So it kind of sends a message to people that, like, you know, especially now that it's summer, people out here at pool parties and mm-hmm. at the beach and doing all they're doing. But if the mayor's out here, especially Mayor Bottoms, who's been going hard on people for, you know, yeah. wearing a mask, social distancing, mm-hmm. you have to do this right. Now that she got it and she's like saying she's always wearing her mask, she's taking all the necessary precautions and she gets it. I think people are just kind of hopeless at this point. Like, what else can I do? Like, I feel like people are just ambivalent. And they're like, you know what? If I get it, I get it. It is what it is at this point. And that's rather unfortunate because I don't see our numbers going down no times. Oh, no. They're going Because we're a very self-centered country. And we just mm-hmm. we can't, we can't, we can't endure a minor inconvenience for the well-being and health of everybody. Well, you just said you but, was tootsie rolling through Center City <laughs> this weekend, girl. <laughs> Well, I wanted brunch. <laughs> no, we and we were we wore masks and we kept socially distanced. But we wanted to get out the house. But we went in the morning time before it got too hot. And we spent the rest of the day in the house. Yeah, it was hot. But they said that the they say that it's airborne now and it can that, yes. see it. aerosol. Yeah, air droplets and shit. So, but I thought that was only for indoor, like when it goes to the ventilation, when the aerosols happen. Like, as long as you're outside, you're okay. Mm, so yeah, probably not. <laughs> yeah. It's so confusing. So just be as safe as you possibly can. I think I'm going to go get the antibody test because I feel like I might have had this already because I got sick well, at the beginning of March. Those are not completely reliable either. So uh-huh. it's like. You probably had it. If you think you had it, you probably had it. I was so sick. I had the cough. I was hacking up. I had the chills. I had a fever. I woke up and my mm-hmm. bed sheets were soaked. It was right oh. after I went to hot yoga. Remember? 
Yeah. <laughs> I told you. I, it was after I, went to yoga, I got really, really sick. Oh no, she that we're done with that. <laughs> Although it was, it was really good for the muscles. But not not in a post-COVID world. Or COVID world, because you still But you know <laughs> <laughs> they have like these um like pods that you can go in and and do like yoga. They have training sessions and stuff. It's like a, it's almost like a, they surround the thing in like plastic, like saran wrap kind of. And you go in there oh, and you do like the workouts in there. It looks hot. That's, that's a thing now. Like, but I ain't doing that. I need a, I need a pedicure like nobody's business, okay? <laughs> okay. And we was walking around, we was walking around in, in Center City past all the nail salons. I'm like, I really want a good pedicure, but I'm scared. You know, so my friend Camille, she went to um, get her Manny and Petty this weekend, and I, I forgot to ask the name of the one. I'll get it for you. I'll send it to you. But she said that it was very, like, like closed off. They, had, they only let four people in the salon at a time. They had, like, mm-hmm. mad PPE. Yeah. They had, like, mad PPE. Like, when you get your, your manicure, you put your hand through this thing. Kind of like mm-hmm. you know you at the post office the or at the bank where you where you slide your <laughs> under the glass. <laughs> and she said that's how you get your manicure, and then they, they clean like the whole thing when you're done. I was like, that's awesome. But what happens when you get a pedicure? Because I didn't wash out that whole bowl. Yeah, I didn't see any barriers for that. But um, I seen it where like there's the glass that goes all the way up. You put your feet mm-hmm. under. But we'll see. But mm-hmm. hopefully, I'm gonna get a pedicure next weekend because these dogs. Yeah, your feet be rough. Don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to the next segment of the show. It's time for I said what I said. All right. My I said what I said. <laughs> My I said what I said for this week is I know it was just the Fourth of July on what Saturday. Saturday. Okay. But it's past weekend. Yeah, but Philly, Philly, Philly people, y'all need to stop with them fireworks. Like, y'all been going, like, three weeks straight with them fireworks every single night. Like, the, <laughs> the only thing that saves them, like, it's not even, like, a fireworks show or display or anything. It's, like, somebody got a couple black cats and, like, a faulty-ass Roman candle, and they're, like, setting that shit off. At all hours of the night, like Fourth of July um, night, I was like, "Let me take two melatonin tonight because I don't want to hear it." I turned all the notifications off because I knew Karen from the HOA was gonna be blowing the shit up. Oh my god, are those gunshots? Oh, I hear a noise. Karen, girl. Yeah, I'm like, girl, get off the listserv with that. <laughs> like, it's the Fourth of July. Calm down, but. <laughs> Stop it with the fireworks. That's all I got to say. Because I'm trying to sleep. I didn't hear any fireworks on 4th of July night. None? Mm-mm. Were you out in Jersey? Or are you in the city? No, I was, I was in the city. So, the thing, you know, they usually have, like, the big fireworks show. And they have one by the art museum and then one by, like, um, the river. Like, Old City. Mm-hmm. Like, right. the landing area. And so they usually have like them showing on the tv so i was like oh let me see if they got the little concert on they had jason derulo 
After was that, he in that beta suit? No. That thing's But he was at the Met um, in what, North Philly? And oh, I'm not, I'm giving a concert. Good. Yeah, giving the concert. And okay, Jason Derulo. Yeah, and they had Cynthia, um, the one from Harriet movie. Cynthia, somebody. Arena. Yeah, her. So they were doing the concert down at the Met for the thing. But then I was like, well, let me go to sleep before these fireworks pop off. And mm. that melatonin hit real good right on time. But well, good for you. Yeah, y'all need to stop with the fireworks. And I said mm-hmm. what I said. You know what else I need to stop doing? Whipping these phones out. Now, let me first say, and my <laughs> I said what I said is this. I think that what's happening right now in these times is, is justice. The chickens are coming to roost. I think that technology has allowed us to put racists on blast. I am all here for recording racists, people who are calling the N-word, people who mm-hmm. are threatening you and your safety and the safety of your loved ones, people who are spitting at you because that is egregious. Punch That's me first. Don't, mm-hmm. don't, don't spit at me. Punch me first, please. Because you spit at me, I might kill you. But like, you know, people out here who are being actively horrible and racist, mm-hmm. um, I'm all for videoing them. I'm all for putting it on the internet. I'm all for them losing their jobs, and losing mm-hmm. their companies, and losing their livelihood. That's great. But what's not great is people out here looking for an opportunity to get a little five minutes of Facebook fame and ruin someone's life in the process. Black people, just because of the current climate in the world does not mean that all white people are racist. Yes, white people benefit from a system of racism, but it doesn't mean that they themselves are racist. Or what they're doing to you is racist. Case in point, a couple of weeks ago, there was a video. This black guy, his name was Carlos. I'm sure he was a queen because he sounded like family. Pulled over, I guess he explained from his vantage point that someone mm-hmm. in LA cut him off in traffic. Uh, he honked oh. at them. Uh-huh. And he, and she gave yeah. him the finger. He then proceeded to follow her to her home. Gave her address out on Instagram or Facebook Live. Showed her, showed her license plate of her vehicle and continued to harass, not only stalk her by following her home, but harass her on her property. That is out of line. I'm sorry. Her cutting you off or giving you the finger has nothing to do with you being black. Black people can get cut off in, in, in cars. The shit happens. Don't call this woman racist and not threaten her safety and her home. Like that to me is beyond. And I feel like you're looking for, you're provoking things as soon as you whip out that camera, A. And don't get upset when shit gets going to the next level. Like what happened in Michigan at the Chipotle. When a <laughs> what white woman, oh, let me tell you. I'm going to tell you. A white woman was completing her order. And a black woman was in there with her three daughters who were like teenage age, like 12, maybe 15. And like 14 or something. Okay. And a white lady was getting her order and bumped into the 15-year-old girl. And the 15-year-old girl starts disrespectfully. I don't care, white, black, purple, orange. A 15-year-old don't talk to no adult no, that kind of way, especially not in the presence of their mother and without getting checked by the mother. I wish I would have been able to talk to any adult the way that 15-year-old was talking to that white woman. So the white woman bumps into the 15-year-old daughter and she was like, uh-uh, you might say, excuse me, you racist, you, you all bumped into me. She's like, oh, I'm sorry, I bumped into you because I, she's like, I didn't see you. She didn't say, I'm sorry. She's like, well, I didn't see you. How am I racist? Because in order to bump into you be on purpose, I would have had to see you first. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. even make sense. 
So they're calling the black, the white woman racist, saying she's racist and she needs to apologize. And that, you know, it's 2020. You can't bump into black people without apologizing. Like, <laughs> you know, and that's racist. So the, the woman leaves Chipotle. She leaves the, she's trying to de-escalate. She goes, she gets in her car. Mind you, the whole thing was happening on camera. So mama whipped out her phone quick. It's like, what are you waiting for? Are you looking for something racist to happen? Because if you are, you're going to make the slightest thing racist when you back the top. And they follow this woman to her car, and then they surround her car. Now she can't back up and leave the store. They're banging on, her, on the back of her car, and she can't leave the Chipotle. She tried to exit the scene, let her leave. Mm-hmm. So then the white lady gets out the car and pulls a gun on the black woman. Oh, that's what that was? That video. That's, oh, what that, that, that's, the, full, that's the full I situation that happened. And that's what I read in the New York Times article, and I saw the whole thing. That's oh, what happened. No, ma'am. You know? I didn't see the beginning. I only saw the gun part. Yes. Yeah, she put, and that's what most people are only seeing. But you got to do your research. You got to watch the whole thing. They surrounded that woman in her car. Made her fear for, I would be in fear of my safety, too. You can't surround somebody's vehicle when they're trying to leave a confrontation and bang on their car and not expect the gun to get pulled on you. And now you want to play victim. That's not how that works. And to wow. me, what it is, is we are in a time where really serious things are happening and there's real instances of racism. You will find the racists. You ain't got to go looking for them. They are here. Mm-hmm. Okay? But don't do this kind of shit because it's a distraction. It's a disservice. And it's just not, it's not it. That's not it. And it pisses me off when I see it. And I try not to give the attention to it, but for some reason, those things seem to get a lot of attention. And I think mm-hmm. we live in a world where a lot of information is coming at us very fast, and we don't have the time or even the tool to decipher mm-hmm. all the facts surrounding a situation, and mm-hmm. you can't label everything racist. But again, I'm all here for the actual racist getting blown up on the internet, but we got to also pause and look at the whole facts of the situation and notice a lot of Black people out here looking for a little 15 minutes, looking for a moment, and trying to provoke stuff. Stop that shit, and I said what I said. Well, that white lady, she should have just brought them some guac because you know the guac is extra. And that <laughs> that would have de-escalated that thing real quick. So next time, <laughs> that's what you got to do. It's twenty twenty. If you want to bump into a black person, you got to buy them guac. Girl, a mess. Yes. Uh, damn mess. I oh, know it's horrible, but it's just too much. Yeah, I am weary. I was weary last week. I'm weary this week too. <laughs> All right. So now it's time for our favorite segment of the show. It's tens, tens, tens across the board. You want to go first? Sure. So my tens this week is going to. I was going to give it to Maya Moore, who is a WNBA player, and she just um, she quit the NBA or she took a hiatus to. Um, start working on like prison reform and stuff like that and she just got somebody out i was gonna give her a little piece of tin but okay kim kardashian jr right um but i'm going to give my real tins this week to edward Ineffel, who is the editor-in-chief of british vogue magazine so edward um he's been there for what, a couple years like 2017 i think is when he started mm-hmm. at british vogue but um, yeah, so at the um, PPA Awards, which is the Professional Publishers Association, the September issue of British Vogue, which was guest edited by one of our favorite people, the Duchess of Sussex, which was the forces mm-hmm. of 
the Forces of Change issue, won the Diversity Award, um, or Diversity Initiative Award at the um, PPA Awards. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, that, that whole um, spot was um, kind of controversial at the time because Megan was offered, initially offered like a, a cover of the September issue, which is like the biggest issue of the year. She said, I'm not gonna make this about me because y'all gonna talk about me anyway. I'm gonna mm-hmm. support and uplift and amplify the voices of Im- women who are doing influential things throughout society. They had Greta Thunberg, they had um, a lot of different people on this cover. And Laverne. Laverne Cox was on there and I forget who else, but it was a lot of people like 15 people and then like the 16th square was like a mirror and you could see yourself yeah. as a force of change it's a little cheesy but um since we all a lot but, cheesy, but, I like yeah. it. but it was cute it was cute um but yeah they won the um diversity initiative of the year award so 10 for y'all because that was a very monumental um issue it was i think their fastest selling issue of british vogue ever mm-hmm and a number of other accolades, but it's real. Tens for you. My tens this week goes to the Supreme Court of the United States, SCOTUS. Um, They have been coming at me with, you know, surprising opinion after opinion after opinion, after, you know, uphold or saying that, you know, trans and gay people can't be discriminated mm-hmm. in the workplace federally mm-hmm. after, you know, after saying that, um, you know, what was the other one? Oh my God, I'm blanking. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh my gosh, it was the one with the course. No, that was the Gorsuch one. Anyway, this one was... Abortion. Um, the abortion one. Oh yeah. The abortion one they upheld. And now we also have Ashiafo versus Washington which was the Supreme Court's case, which basically says that, um, and it was a unanimous case, which said all nine justices agree, which is phenomenal, great. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's given me hope in our country that we're so much so progressive. And although the presidential branch and our Congress, the legislative branch might be holding us back in some ways because the Republican majority said by this horrible, orange, heinous person, mm-hmm. our court is at least holding it down federally in that, in this case, it said that, um, the electoral college delegates can be punished or can be forced to cast their votes for the presidential candidate that has won the popular vote in their state. That is, from a civics perspective, phenomenal. If this would have been passed in, say, 2015, Hillary Clinton would be president today. Like, that's how significant it is. Now the Electoral College basically says that whatever the popular, like, you know, each state can only, they can, they can have to, they used to just have to give all their votes to that particular candidate. Mm-hmm. But some states have electoral votes that are in proportion to the population, so mm-hmm. it can get really complicated. So, like, that's how we end up in, with situations where Hillary Clinton had won the popular vote, but because she didn't get specific states with a certain numbers in a certain proportion, she lost due to the Electoral mm-hmm. College. The Supreme Court said today that states can now force the electoral college delegates to vote in favor in the way that matches their constituency and how they voted. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is, to me, mind-blowing and fascinating. And although we talked earlier about, like, the mail-in votes and COVID and less polls, this hopefully could 
have some impact and change because we got to get this orange person out. But that was a really, really impressive decision that we got today mm-hmm. from the Supreme Court. So y'all just, y'all, y'all rocking my world. Supreme Court, get it, get it. Tends to you. Can we give them tax returns? Can they um, rule on that real quick? About getting, getting the orange man's taxes? How about that? Mm. Well, she's just terrible. Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> thank you guys <laughs> for joining us at another week of Category Is. Thanks for listening. Be sure to um, like and subscribe wherever you view us, especially on YouTube. And also be sure to check out, we are in the running again to be um, nominated for po- People's Choice Podcast Awards. So go to podcastawards.com and vote for us there. We'll put the link down in the show notes. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Category Is. Be sure to like, rate, and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on all things social media at Category Is Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can contact us at CategoryIsPod at gmail.com. Check us out on the web at categoryispod.com.